Hello, and welcome back to another episode of A Whole New Pod, the podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. Of course, I am your host, Lucas Melby. And I'm Jacob Telejohn. And we said hello, or maybe we should have said konnichiwa, because Kawaii. Lucas and Jacob last returned weekend, from Japan. Yeah, uh, we were from... We didn't go to Japan, actually, <laughs> but we went to a, the, the closest thing to Japan, which is an anime convention in Minnesota. We went to Anime Detour 2022. First time they've had it since 2019, so it was an exciting time, a good time. I ran a couple panels. Jacob helped out with one of them. Dustin also helped out with one of them. Dustin, Dustin came checked along. in. We did a, a anime Jeopardy style panel. I say we, but I, I kind of did the heavy lifting. Jacob just tried to run a PowerPoint. Uh, and then I also did an anime films panel, which I bring up here because maybe we got some new listeners this week. Uh, so if you're a new listener of the like two people that maybe checked out the podcast after hello. going to those panels, welcome. Hello, this is a safe space. We're trying to be professional here. This is our desperate attempt at trying to do like the the casual yeah. cold open that all like the cool podcasts we, do. We don't normally do this. Well, sometimes we. Well, do. we always try and well, fail. Sometimes it's goofy. <laughs> a lot of the time. Sometimes it's more. Uh, yeah, if I can think of a song to sing or a song to parody, and then. You know, Jacob will be getting in some quick uh, draft picks, fantasy yep. drafts for the day because he uh, has a gambling problem. I'm an addict. <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm addicted to? Disney Channel original Ooh, movies. Uh, is that true? No, it's not. <laughs> I Somehow I'm able to put up with not listening or watching one uh, at intervals of at least every two weeks. I can survive for at least two weeks without a Disney Channel original movie. I could actually maybe even test it, uh, see if I could go longer without a Disney Channel original movie. But I gave in to my, my urges to watch Dadnapped today. From 2009, Dadnapped, the movie that dared to ask, what if a dad was kidnapped? As I wish the Taken series went in that route. Well, one time Liam Neeson was the one who was kidnapped and taken, and then his daughter and daughter, wife yeah. had to rescue him. But nope, we had Dadnapped. Uh... I dare to question, why does this movie exist? This is a weird Disney Channel original movie. After well, I'm, the... I'm glad it does. I want to say I'm glad it does because I didn't know what I was getting into. I definitely have not seen this before. Uh, yeah, I didn't look up like anything because I've seen time. I've seen everybody else in the movie before. Yeah, we'll get to uh, as we the get chaos. into further. There's lots. As not a, a Disney Channel fan myself. I'm a begrudging Disney Channel original movie fan. I didn't know a lot yes. of these people, but Jacob was left and right going, ah! Ah! <laughs> that guy, that girl. Uh, but this is the first movie, 2009, and off to a weird start because the last oh. couple of years we've had lots of sequels or at the very least big kind of tentpole or would go on to be tentpole franchises for Disney Channel like Camp Rock, but we had Cheetah yeah. Girls, Camp Rock, High School Musical. We're getting through all of that to now Dadnapped? Yeah, Papa Nap. Did you have something you wanted to... Just, I just realized who the police officer was from. And? He's from Double Teamed. He's the coach in that movie. With the two sister girls. He's the basketball coach? Yeah. I didn't look that up, but it's, as soon as like, like I, I saw him, I said, you know... All right, well, check that off the list. The biggest <laughs> star of this movie. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people that appear in whether they're decoms or just shows like there's a lot of yeah familiar faces so to not hold you in too much suspense let's just get into it uh yes. we've met our uh a couple minute quota of idle chit chat so now let's just let's get into the movie <laughs> and we get a, a pretty quick immediate needle drop we're getting a song called hero and me 
by one Emily Osmond. Emily Osmond. So give us the rundown on Emily. So Emily, you will know as Lily from um, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. She's the best friend in that. She is also the sister of Haley Joel Osment, who is, you know... Most well-known as voicing Sora in the Kingdom Hearts series. Haley Joel is? Yes. Also, yes, he's a Sixth Sense kid or whatever. I see dead people, yeah. So they're like a power power sibling thing. (laughs) Power siblings. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if that's either, A, a thing you should say, but B, I don't even think they would qualify as being a power sibling, because what has she gone on to do? Haley Joel... Ups and downs of some stuff he's been doing, but for the most part, but uh, I, I, you know, we should say that Emily Osmond is still doing some stuff. We kind of well, so is like Haley Joel. Okay, that's fair, but he's not in this movie, so I didn't look into Haley his Joel's career. bigger. He's a bigger deal than Emily. That's <laughs> yes, what I was saying. Correct. That's the power of the Kingdom Hearts. Emily fandom. is in a recent Netflix show that's running right now. Okay, well that's called Pretty Smart. Which, pretty smart. Yeah. Well, this movie ain't pretty, and like, it ain't smart. <laughs> But it's fun. Uh, so we're it getting this song fun. from her. Uh, we also hear it we later on it in twice. the movie. Yes. This movie maybe is trying to see. Uh, we see lots of faces from Disney Channel shows. Lots but of faces. None of them are like the most well known from the thing they're in. Mm. Obviously, we're not getting Miley Cyrus showing up here. We're getting Emily Osment. So I don't know if this was trying like a push to get these people kickstart their careers to, to lead to something bigger that they would get people to care about them more yeah. if this was just something contractual where like hey you're going to be in this tv show and we'll also have you be in a movie oh we have to put all these people in movies now and they all suck uh let's just put every single person in dad nap should i should i run through some of the cast members really quick and what, eh, let's we'll do it as we we get right. to them uh but we're getting this song Maybe the only song she recorded. I don't know. Yeah, she, I, don't I definitely know. don't think she probably had a full album. No, probably not. Uh, we're getting but, some... But, but that was definitely a thing Disney liked to do with their stars, was have them sing music. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've That's had I mean. uh, Allie and AJ, yeah. Corbin Blue. Yeah. Uh, as the Zach song's Efron. playing... Well, I don't know if he really had stuff beyond High School Musical. I think he was, like, too big to be yeah. locked down to, like, a Disney music contract or yeah. something. We're getting uh, some pan over shots establishing, oh, it's her and her family. It's her dad. Oh, there's this book. Ooh, Trip Zoom. What's that all about? Quickly, we'll learn her father is a famous author who writes a series of books about Trip Zoom. Who's who, like a, maybe a prankster James Bond I I thought thing. our friend Sean would definitely. Was it Alex Ryder? There was, oh. there was some series of books that was kind of. I think we were a little too old for them, but our friend yeah. really liked them in like high school. Not to put him on blast or anything. Some kind of teenage super spies and a, a real Agent Cody Banks, if you will. Oh, there we go. Uh, but Breaking yeah, news. as the movie goes along more, it's a little less clear what this kid or guy actually does because it seems to be more that he's doing weird pranks or weird MacGyver kind of inventions yeah. things. His name is Trip Zoom, though. Yes, who is only a character. He has a face, but he's... Yeah, he's it's weird because I think we actually see in books and like on covers, there's illustrations Artwork. of him. Yeah. But then there's also full like cutouts of him yes. where he's a real looking person. And I thought, I only thought of this because confusing. of the... Like, there must be a movie out there in the universe of Trip Zoom. I, I would think. Yeah, but the way people are losing their minds, it's yeah. treated as sort of like a, a Harry Potter fandom. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah very thing. much so. 
Trekkies. But I only think of is it the the Lost City, the new Sandra Bullock Channing Tatum movie where Channing Tatum is like the cover model for her series of books, but yep. people associated him with the character. I thought it was something similar with Trip Zoom here. Okay. But well, Jacob was very disappointed that we never met the real Trip Zoom. No, like because I, I, throughout I, this movie, we'll see that Melissa, Emily Osment's yes. character, hallucinates and talks to Trip Zoom. So yes, it would have been fun to me like like later on they end up at this like fan convention, right? So like it, it would have been fun like if he was just like there signing autographs, you know, or, or something like he she talks to him or something, you know, like I don't know. But we're already getting a picture of her potentially unstable mental state yes, because she's looking at a family picture. And she sees Trip Zoom in the picture with her family, but then he's gone. He's always disappearing in this. And then we just have one weird establishing scene where it's like she does go to school. We have to have her go to school. But her classroom, it's not typical desks facing forward. It's a bunch of circular tables and kids are just spread out across these tables. And I, I believe that the teacher in that classroom was her actual father. If his name was Mr. Walsh, I was looking at the cast. And oh, his Eugene Osment is one of the cast as Mr. Walsh. Interesting. I'm that's yeah, he didn't really look dad. like a. He looked like a, a shoddy guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this scene is mostly to build anticipation or show the anticipation that's building for the new Trip Zoom book because a kid in high school, for whatever reason, is doing a book report on. The new Trip Zoom book. But how? It's not yes. out yet. Oh. Well, he knows uh, he's got a person on the inside like oh. Jacob Telegon that works at a printing press yeah. <laughs> that knows uh, about this book. And he got an early copy. So then we get probably the most fun scene of the movie where he's doing his book report. And then we're getting a, like a visual recreation yes. of the plot of the book. That's like a, an action movie. That was fun. It's got the some nice lighting. Uh, some might refer to it as the the bisexual lighting style, Whoa. potentially. It's a thing, Jacob. Look it up. I have not uh, heard of that before. But we're seeing Trip Zoom, and this is where it does feel much more he's an action hero spy type. Yeah. No slime shows up here. Yeah. That'll make more no, sense later, later on. Later on. We, there's a lot of weird little things the fandom has, whether it be towards, like, slime and grape juice and floss. Mostly slime. And, <laughs> but, like, they, they, they never say, like, slime him. It's always, like, floss, 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 or... Grape juice. Uh, it's very strange. And Confusing. to be fair, uh, Jacob and I maybe didn't pay the closest attention to all of this movie because I was trying to figure out the today's wordle <laughs> during some of it and maybe miss some important plot stuff. This all the ends and it's just Melissa being like, oh, my God, I'm so tired of everybody being obsessed with my dad. Yes. She looks out the window and there's like a, a poster promoting this book coming out. And she talks to the trip zoom. The trip zoom picture talks back to her. Did, did you mention the guy jumping off the top of the building? I like did. A weird there's some closed paraglider bad thing. effects in the the action sequence. I was, but I was, I, was, I, I was getting ex- excuse me. I was getting excited for he's the, the losing game. his breath. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was it was it was kind I, of. Fun. I was like, okay, this is going in an interesting direction. But it, it looked goofy, like uh, you know, kind of cheap. I don't know. But, but it was, then it, it never a, went in that direction no. again. At home, she sees. This book is so anticipated. There's a commercial also for this book. And in the commercial, there's this like trip zoom model or whoever you want to call him. And she's talking to him again. And he's talking back to her. Uh, This is notable because during the commercial, I think they refer to the fans of trip zoom as zoomers, uh, which there probably were actual zoomers. This movie came out in 2009. Zoomers. I think the cutoff for Zoomers is maybe like starting 98 or 96 or so. So some people mm-hmm. watching this and even know that they were Zoomers the whole time. 
her mom, this is the only scene I think her mom's basically in. She comes in and is like, I know it's tough that dad's always gone because he's so famous. But you got that camping trip coming up with them. Gotta get excited for that, right? It definitely will happen. Nothing will get in the way of that. So then she's off on this trip with her dad. They leave on this in this convertible with the trip zoom like cardboard cutout in the it's background. She's always there and she's always talking, talking to, to her. her. Still, nice. Probably should have tipped her off that something was going to maybe be going on because they arrive at a town. I think it's called Mercury that is hosting ZoomCon. Yes. And they're going to this rundown hotel and Melissa is not happy. There is a bunch of weirdos. It's basically, we were just there. We were just at ZoomCon we uh, last Zoom weekend. Con. We People cosplaying as different characters. Trip Zoom characters. I, I would assume villains. Well, yeah, I guess I don't know. Villains. Because they're always trying to I cause love the bad like, guys. havoc, like they're sliming people. Yeah, they meet the, the manager of the hotel, whose name is Merv. The hotel is called the Merck Hotel, though. And, and Merv is played by Jason Earls, who is Hannah Montana's brother. Um, he also looks a lot older than he did on that show. Well, that's because he was, like, in his 30s at the time. And, like, in Hannah Montana, he was playing, like, a 18-year-old. But he was, like, yeah, 35 or something in at the Hannah time. Montana, he's probably wardrobed and made up to look younger. younger. Where this, they're just treating him as his actual age. Because he's But he still has a, a younger quality about him. You know, I call it the, whether it's actually Andy Milanakis. The Andy Milanakis disorder. <laughs> so... But yeah, he's getting like eggs thrown at him. Not really clear what that's all about. Jackson Stewart. Thank you. Yes. Uh, but this hotel, it's a dump. They go to the presidential suite. That's where they get to stay. But it's also a dump. And as they're moving around the hotel, there starts to be some suspicious activity going on because there's various people we're seeing making like hushed phone calls or like walkie talkie chatter. Be like, oh, he's here. Follow yeah. him. And, and those two that we see. Didn't recognize it right away, but one of them is played by uh, Phil Lewis, who is Mr. Mosby. We're getting ahead of ourselves because Very I'm talking about ahead. the fanboys oh, here. Those gotcha. are making the, the phone calls. Yeah, okay. uh, so I think you said one of them was from Wizards of Waverly Place. Yes, he's like the main the main character. So I don't know what this group is. Weez is the leader and older brother of Andre, who you said was also from Hannah Montana. Yes, he's the he's, little, he's the younger, twerpy, kid. Torpy, torpy kid in that. Uh, Moises Arias, and then there is uh, Sheldon, who is kind of their goofy. He was Rico and Hannah Montana. Third wheel. Yeah. So you have three Hannah Montana characters in this movie. You have a Sweet Life of Zack and Cody character. You have a Wizards of Waverly Place character. And I don't know any of them. You have the <laughs> one from Double Teamed. Like, there's just, I I don't know. It's, it's very interesting, the, the wide range of um, casts you have. So we have these kids that seem to be doing something weird. And then we have Mr. Mosby, who yes. and this is named Maurice, I think, and his yes. friend, Maurice. or they call each other brothers Skunk. sometime, Skunk, who asks for a signed copy of a book from the dad. He signs off on it, and then Maurice is like, we don't, we're not here for signed copies, we're here for something else. What are they there for? There's lots of mystery swirling around here. Lots. Uh, as they're checking in to their room... The dad realizes that, hey, maybe I am. He's not a bad business dad necessarily, but he's a bad writer dad where he's not putting his daughter first. And he says, all right, I'm going to go down. I got to pick this contest winner. I'll pick that. 
then we'll just we'll head out and I don't know if they've already stayed a night at this point, but it's like then we'll check out and then we'll we'll go to the camping trip. Just when she calls her mother. Mm, I don't know. I definitely didn't make note of that. That didn't yeah. matter. <laughs> she, she calls her mother somewhere on this time, and and you know, like her mom's asking her, oh, you know, how is he having fun? And she's like, yeah, just open air, fresh air. And then like, you hear like a car honking. She's like, oh no. And it's like, yeah, he did it again. So as he's picking this contest winner. Melissa's just hanging around and has a kind of meet cute with Wheeze. I didn't fully pay attention to this. I think he says something about word wham, which yeah, is uh, they're just kind of like calling each other names. Here. It's, it's a Some it's a game like that. that she had mentioned earlier that I think she wanted to play with her dad or something. Okay. Uh, we see him playing it at one point, but then we never really hear about it again. I thought it was gonna play into some kind of like mystery thing. Yeah, uh, there's like some banter here between them. He recognizes or acknowledges some kind of lip gloss she has. He really likes the smell of it, and that comes into play later a little it's, bit. It's a perfect movie. Everything's set up and paid <laughs> off. But I thought Word Wham was a funny name, and I thought it was gonna be uh, more of like a like a number wang. Uh, yeah. But nope, it wasn't. Or a Wang Chung, if you will. And definitely not. <laughs> Uh, but then the dad's doing this contest and he's like, I'm never leaving you guys. I'm here forever. As then, he's looking at her, staring her down. Daughter's here. Melissa's just like, what I'm the fuck, man? Leaving. And I don't know if it's like what the contest criteria was, whether it was a trivia contest or something, yeah. but it seems to be a guy who is played by the, the jock character from Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Bobby O. Who Trevor Snar. Is this Bobby Odoo that comes like he comes down like Tom Cruise? Yeah, in Mission Impossible, yes, hanging like, down. Yes, and it wasn't a hallucination. But he's got no. this bomb he's trying to disarm, but then he yes. puts a like a hairbrush in it, and then it explodes, and, and it the hairbrush shoots it around the room. Cartoon and bounces off a bunch of things, hits a giant watermelon that's there for some reason, explodes everywhere, and then like people clap or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? <laughs> it was pretty wild, pretty wild start. And then finally, some semblance of plot starts to happen. <laughs> we're getting closer to the napping, the dad. I mean, I wish I was maybe napping during this, but we're getting to the, the kidnapping of the dad nap. Yes. And the kids, we see Sheldon is on the roof and he's got some contraption that he's feeding onions into that then is like juicing them and taking the gas from them to pipe it into the room yes. to make everybody cry and then need to leave. So so the whole point of this competition was to impress the father into like who's the mo- who's the biggest zoomer. And this was their way of doing it because the the thing that they're using is something that one of the villains uses in one of the books. Yeah. So so they're trying to, you know, make their big impression on, you know, like we're the biggest zoomers, which is what leads to Yeah, but right now with this onion gas going out, it's just yes. chaos ensues. Everybody's running around. The dad gets pulled aside by the little kid, Andre, who's got, like, nose plugs and stuff. He's like, here, I'll show you what's going on. Takes him aside. Meanwhile, as so happens so often in this movie, Melissa's just kind of wandering around and hallucinating and talking to Trip Zoo. Yeah. (laughs) There are so many scenes like that. She's outside. She leaves the room before all this onion stuff happens because she's just, I don't know, mad at her dad. So she's outside, and then she starts to see everybody run from, you know, inside. And then she's worried about Papa. She's like, oh, Dad. And then she runs up there, and that's when she, I think, runs into um, the Jason Earls character. Something like that. Yeah, the Merv guy. And we should have been a little more clear that she is actually talking to Trip Zoom because when yes. her mom shows up earlier, she says, who are you talking to? 
And she said, they're like, oh, nobody. But she was talking to Trish Zoom. So she very likely is schizophrenic she's or she's hallucinating something. Yes. The, the group of teens, Weez, Sheldon, and Andre show the dad the tearjerker, which is, as Jacob was saying, some kind of invention from the books. And he's like, yeah. oh, wow, that's really impressive. All right, see ya. But then, nope, they, they somehow, as children, yeah, manhandle this yeah. adult man, throw him into their van that says Trip him. Zoom on the side. And then, yes, we see the first appearance of dental floss. Floss. And they're tying him up in, like, a chair. And they're like, floss, you floss, know, floss. Spin him around all goofy-like. Yeah. And, like, yeah, this is totally normal. I am, just been <laughs> I, I'm definitely uh, fully on board and totally with this movie. <laughs> so then they drive off with him uh, in the back of this van. And Melissa shows up and is like, hey, where's my dad? She sees that there was a security camera, so she talks to Merv, the manager. And, and surprisingly, the footage. now in hindsight, I guess he really is surprised that this is happening because it, you know, it's not really the plan. You hold, that's a major spoiler. He shows, he shows her the video. So yeah, she sees that he was actually dadnapped. So then she calls the cops. And the cops... Yes. Despite that they actually saw, he, he's like, oh, we've been getting lots of calls of, like, spy stuff happening at the so, hotel. So, yes. so, so th this is the character I was talking about. This is Joey Mia Miyashima, who is Definitely isn't worth it. If, if you're a listener to the pod, you remember Double Team, the two I don't remember this guy. Players. He's an this Asian man. I don't remember him being this their coach. This is their head coach. I'm, I'm just trying to connect all the dots of how many characters and i don't think when people talk about this movie being a big disney yeah. channel crossover they're including the guy <laughs> who had maybe like five minutes of screen time and double well, team well but he the joke is that the cops basically only want to they're like model builders he's got like a helicopter model and he's like dusting off stuff and he's like eh, kidnapping that doesn't sound likely uh in 48 hours you can file a missing persons report yes. but uh, don't call me again but hey fund the police right Melissa says, man, what kind of system is this? And I'm like, yeah, fight the, the system, Fight the power. Girl. Fight the power that be. The kidnappers, who here I'm referring to as the Weez, Sheldon, and Andre, who I'll sometimes call the fanboys because of all the stuff they're doing. They're kind of just like crazy fanboys showing yeah, off their, much so. their knowledge and fandom to uh, the author dad, which I thought was kind of an interesting angle. This movie would have still been at least a few years before the the really starting and continuing rise of toxic fandoms online, yeah. which they're still going. They're still here. But these guys are being followed by two other guys, Maurice and Skunk. Mr. Mosby and, and brother. Who, I guess in the movie's credit, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why are they following yeah, them? we didn't know anything. And I kind of started um, to get some inklings. I'm like, well, this would only make sense if they also wanted to kidnap him. Yes. But like with knowing Dad the premise now. of the movie, with everything they were doing before, I'm like, oh, well, they're there to kidnap him. And then the fanboys aren't related to them. So I'm like, what is going on? It was, it so, was confusing. I mean, yeah, it was confusing, but uh, like, designed like, to be, going, I guess. Going in the, into the movie knowing like, oh, like the kidnap's going to happen been a little a little wrench a little twist in but as this is playing out i'm like this can't carry a whole fucking movie and it did even if it's only 85 minutes it does and it didn't because it then does. something else happens but well, even then it's like this still feels like hardly a movie <laughs> i i loved it it was a, not a good movie it was a goofy fun movie my next note is melissa continues to wander around and be schizophrenic <laughs> yeah that you're not wrong uh she decides to call her dad and the fanboys yes. 
answer the phone. They let him answer because he's like, well, in one of my books, I allowed the villain his one last phone call. So they kind of answer, but then let him talk. She recognizes Weeze's voice because she talked to him earlier, and, and, rec- and, and she calls like, him oh, the, the, lip- the word wham guy yeah, or whatever. Like lost girl, I didn't know you were his daughter. But she's kind of just ignoring the fact that her dad was kidnapped because she yeah. thinks, which is kind of weird that she called the cops then because she's kind of playing off. She thinks her dad's, she's like, dad, you always do this. He's like, what are you talking about? This I didn't do she's this on blaming purpose. Him. So it's like, kidnapping. does she think he's just doing something silly with his fans or does she think that he was actually kidnapped? That's a good question. Uh, I, we don't know. But at the end of the call, she hears Sheldon in the background say like, oh, you want pine mist or yeah. ocean spray or whatever. So she puts it together and asks Merv, hey, is there a car wash in town? So she immediately goes there with Merv. But but before they hang up on her, they all three start chanting floss, floss, floss. And this is the first time we heard it mentioned in the movie. I guess I forgot that. And it was, it was only a sign of things to come. The Zoomers love the floss. <laughs> so Merv drives up. I thought it was in the dad's convertible. But then at one point, Merv says, my car. So I don't know if Merv also yeah, has I, a convertible. They, they both have the same car. It's it's a really nice car, though. It's it's like, I don't know, it's like an old school yeah, red it's, thing. It's okay, Look nice. So they roll up to the car wash, and the fanboys are still there, but Melissa and Merv don't see them. And then there's some shenanigans where they sneak up while they're not by their car and somehow, like, put it in neutral. But it seems to move forward into the car wash in a way that doesn't make sense for it to just be in neutral. But it gets fed into the car wash. They can't stop stop it. She's in the driver's seat. He's they go through the, the car wash with the hood down. It's oh my god, bad. it's so silly. It's filled with soapy water. Like, I mean, like when we say it's filled, like it's covered. You can't even see the car. Like there's suds everywhere. The dude's drowning in soap. It's so funny. It was. So but it wasn't. Was and then the fanboys drive off. But they accidentally yeah. dropped a library book outside yes, of their van, which is past due. Yes, it's for how easy to do word wham or whatever, and it's due that day. Yeah. Cut to them inside of the vehicle, showing some trip zoom book to the dad, and the dad sees that it's a library book, and he's like, "Hey, this is due today," and they're like, "Oh my god, we gotta go to the library right now. Late fees are terrifying." So they go to the library. Yes. She and Merv go to the library. And those two other guys also follow them to the library. Everybody's to the library. Jacob referenced while we were watching it, don't look under the bed because she's got an invisible friend here. They go to the library and uh, don't look under the bed too. That is true. That happens. Uh, I don't know why I brought that up. (laughs) We're connecting webs, man. We're just connecting. So Melissa goes inside of the library. She sees her dad. Mm who I guess has made a deal with the fanboys. They're like, hey, if you show us how to do this trap, then you can go or something like that. And he makes a trap inside of a book and then puts it on the shelf and says, we'll just wait till a librarian comes to put the book away or something. Again, I don't know what Trip Zoom's deal is. Is he a cool secret spy or is he just like a high school prankster? (laughs) Whatever the case is, Melissa goes, retrieves the book, opens it, and she gets a face full of, like, blue toothpaste yeah, slime know, or something. Yeah, that was weird. And then she sees her dad. Floss, floss, floss. And the, fly, the, fan, the flan boys, the floss what if that's boys. that's what it is? What if they're all shooting toothpaste? That would make sense. He, he's like but then a, they also say, like, eat grape juice at one point yeah. or something. I, I, I think I, I some of it could be, like, it, I think it looks it like the consistency of toothpaste at times. But like, she sees the dad with the fan boys. Zoom is like a big hygienist. It's like propaganda from the toothpaste companies. 
And Jacob hates brushing is. his teeth. <laughs> I was at a convention with him this weekend. I know. <laughs> TMI. Uh, but the dad's like high-fiving the fanboys in the corner. And then they come out and he introduces them to Melissa. And they're like, these guys are real Zoomers here. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I hate you, dad. Flops, flops, flops. <laughs> so then I think they just leave. Melissa's mad. The dad's following her out of the library. But then... Yeah. Police! Uh, but not the police. Don't, these guys look familiar, and the dad thinks they look familiar because he like, hey. it's Maurice and Skunk. Like he calls him out. He's like, "Hey, you're not police. You're fake. You're from the convention. You were that freak." Yeah, they're like holding him up with like a stapler, and then they're yeah, about to handcuff like, him. He's like, "Oh, look at the uniforms. Oh, what is this?" And I think he's pretending to be like a taser, or like a baton. He's like, "Yeah, well, what yeah, is I don't this know what they're. You? There's some like, stuff in this movie staple. where I'm like, I don't know what they're going for, but it could be interpreted as like." <laughs> Very, uh, brutality. not what you maybe want in a Disney Channel movie. But they're about to handcuff the dad, but then Melissa handcuffs herself to the dad. Yes. And she's like, you ain't getting away with me. And then Skunk's like, but that, that was, was supposed, supposed to be my wrist. So then they take them both. So it's not really yes. dad napped. As Jacob said, it's dad and daughter napped. Yeah, dad and daughter nap. <laughs> that, that's a much better title. <laughs> Papa nap. So they get pulled into their van, which is like a, they stole a, a uniform cleaner van or something. Yeah. Like an Aramark, maybe, if you will. Yeah, I can't remember what the name of on it was. Yeah, I don't know. But then they go drive off, but then the fanboys see this happening, and they're like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Did they get dadnapped? Yeah. That's a criminal offense. So they try to call the cops, and then the cops say, hey, didn't you already report a dadnapping today? <laughs> and it's like, well, we were actually the dadnappers then uh, with Daniel Floss. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then the cop's like, hey, we're serious here at the police. Stop calling us. And then hangs up and messes around with his model or whatever. It's very funny. Uh, This very famous actor, apparently, according to Jacob, I don't think he shows up later in the movie. I think he's in this movie also for less than five minutes. Maybe more like two minutes. Yeah. Johnny Tsunami. (laughs) (laughs) So then I think they just get taken to their lair which is in a a drive-in movie theater an abandoned drive-in i think which is kind of a cool location yeah they have one scene where they're watching a movie the the villains uh i don't know it's weird but then they're like kind of nice to them we go into their house or their lair and it's got a bunch of trip zoom stuff on the walls so they're like super fans too yes but they're older much older and the fanboys follow them to the location and then they have some kind of I don't know, MacGyvered together bug that it's like a cup. Is it like cup tied to like another cup? But then they like are listening through it to them. I don't yeah. know. They're somehow hearing the conversation, I think, inside. It has a kind of unique premise where I thought at first, I think it would have been much cooler because it would have gotten more into that toxic fandom sort of thing where more like misery. You screwed up this book. You need to fix this book you made about trip zoom or here's my idea for a trip zoom book. Now you have to write the book I want you to make. Mm-hmm. Instead, Skunk has written a manuscript that is terrible and they want the dad to fix it and make it a better book yes. so they can publish it and make a lot of money. Still kind of a unique premise, but not nearly as interesting as it could have been. Yeah. And they don't uh, break his legs or anything. <laughs> like no, that. they missed that. They could have did that, but they didn't. They have a a little father-daughter moment where Melissa is with her dad there and cries and says that her dad cares more about Trip Zoom than her. And the dad, for whatever reason, holds his reveal 
about how much he cares about his daughter until like 30 minutes later into the movie because it's a Disney Channel movie. Yes. The fanboys, having already tried to call the cops, then they have lights and a speaker or something and they pretend they're the cops. Everybody's pretending, everybody's impersonating a police officer (laughs) in this movie. It's a, hey, let's be cops. Isn't that, let's be cops. Isn't that the name of a movie? Uh, nobody remembers. Anyways, the the bad guys, Maurice and Skunk, are like, oh, shit, it's the 5-0. So they pull Dad and Melissa into their van and then drive off. And as they're now driving, they drive for like the next 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. There's <laughs> and they're still much, making him try to driving. write the book in the so back they're, of the like, van. Like they're getting thrashed around in the back, like really like just like throwing around and like just all over the place. It was a wild. So, yeah, they're just driving off into some random place in the country. Yeah. And then the fanboys are following them. And they only realize they're being tailed because they hit something in the road. And then Maurice, I don't know, his mirrors are adjusted or something. But then he sees them behind him. Yes. And then ensues the the, one of the most boring, poorly edited together car chases where there's just too many constant cuts. Never any wide shots of the actual vehicles of Skunk just throwing stuff outside the back of the van to try to hit the other van. Yeah. Uh, and then the van eventually, the fanboy's van crashes and somehow its front wheel gets half buried into the ground. And it's not like they went into mud or something. No, it's like just like their like, wheel's stuck in the like ground. It's like solid ground. They're, yeah, and then they abandon their vehicle. And yeah, they, they never get back. Yeah. I mean, it's the trip mobile. It's like all decked out. It's got all their goodies in it. And yeah, they just... They, so right the, the kidnappers, the real dadnappers drive off and then the fanboys are just like, I guess we walk from we hitch, here. We hitchhike from here, yeah. No, they don't even hitchhike quite yet. They gotta no. walk slowly, but into the exact place they need to go. Yes. They're oh, yes. continuing to give some tips to Skunk. Uh, Melissa is starting to give some too and her and her dad have a little bit of bonding to be like, oh, that is a good literary idea. And... I don't know. That was kind of a, a cute thing, I guess. She's like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. You fed me 10-year-old hot dogs. Yeah, that was that was the other thing where I'm like, uh, is that how you want me to interpret it? That she has nasty diarrhea yeah. that she needs to use this use bathroom? So yeah, they go to a gas station because they run out of gas because they've been driving for like 10 to 15 minutes of this movie. Which is like hours because it takes other people a whole <laughs> night to get to their destination. So she's allowed to go into the bathroom she puts on one of the uniform coats from the van, yes. which almost she was really doesn't thinking. matter. <laughs> but well, she did, it's treated as like, of. oh, she's doing it to be sneaky. She says, I'm cold. I'm cold. But we'll explain. But she goes into the bathroom, Yes. Uh, hallucinates and talks to Trip again. The, the creepy guy is like listening to her, like saying like, hurry up. And he's got like his ear to the door and she's like, oh, the 10 year old hot dogs. Yeah, I can't take my take explosive diarrhea. Can you back away while from you're the, at door? the door? I can't do my thing. So in the bathroom, she's looking in the mirror and has a all these scenes always happen with like Dutch angles to like imply that something creepy's going on. Yeah. As she's talking to then trip zoom, she hallucinates and he's like, hey, don't you realize that if I'm in you? Then, like, you know everything I know or something. Yes. And that prompts her to be like, oh, I thought she was going to do some cool MacGyver shit. But nope, she pulls out a book that she had on her trip Zoom 
pulls out a page. I was going to say, where did this book come does from? Does something with her watermelon lip gloss and leaves that in the bathroom. She, she highlights presidential. Well, yeah, I sheet. know what she does. I'm saying at yes. this point, we don't know what she's doing. Well, you can quite. see it's presidential. Oh, I, I wasn't sure yes. if we didn't see yes. that until somebody else finds it later on. Yes. How would she let somebody know to find it? Well, she walks out of the bathroom with toilet paper stuck to her, her shoe. Yes. And then leaves the, that. And then the coat she was wearing yeah, on the she, ground. She, she takes her coat off and he, he's like, what's up? And she's like, now I'm too hot. And she drops it on the ground. He doesn't pick it up. He just loads her back up in the van and Which, they leave. I guess is the signal that maybe the fanboys knew that it was the uniform ban or something that they were in. I, I, I don't know about that. They just saw the coat, but then they saw the toilet paper to the door and they're like, oh, Yeah, so it's like, why was it, what was the big door. deal about her wearing the coat? Well, it, maybe it weighted down the toilet paper so it didn't blow around in the wind, you know, the, the desert wind. It's pretty dumb. But they drive off and as they're driving away, she says, hey, my dad can't ride in the back of a van and the dad's like, nope, I'm totally fine. Don't kill me. Even though we're not supposed to be around. like... I don't know if we're supposed to really see these guys as that threatening because they don't even have guns. They just have staplers. Yes. But they say, well, maybe go back to the hotel. At least he can use a computer there. And they're like, okay, yeah, that is a good idea. Oh, there's also they- a very funny moment. My favorite moment of the movie was where Skunk's like, oh, I got you some beef jerky from the gas station. And we see the dad eating a Slim Jim <laughs> or a legally d- a distinct Slim Jim. And he's like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> this is not what I, I wanted. That got my uh, my biggest laugh of the movie. It's good to laugh. It's It's fun to have fun. It's fun to have fun. And then the fanboys just happen to go to the exact same gas station as yes. they're slowly walking there. And they see the coat. They see the teepee. And they follow into the bathroom to find the page where presidential is circled. Yep. And they know it's her because of the watermelon lip gloss, lip gloss. smell he coming out. He smells it. He sniffs it. And he's like, oh, I know what he this is. Looks like meat's back on the menu. <laughs> Bruce. I don't know. Bruce. Uh, he... You know, you know the, the, the shark in Jaws was No, th- Bruce? that was a uh, Lord of the Rings reference. Oh, the Urukai go or, uh, look like meat back on the menu, boys, and oh, then they uh, fight the the orcs. Uh, but the question is, do they have menus in Middle Earth? How do the Urukai know that what is menus a good are? Question. Anyways, <laughs> they seated the presidential circle. What could it mean? Sheldon somehow thinks it's that they're going to a pickle farm or something. He, yeah, he, he goes on like a weird rabbit hole of trying to connect the dots. But as big of a leap stupid. of logic to get to a pickle farm, Rico or Andre the, says, oh, they're staying at the presidential suite at yes, the hotel. Yes. So then they're like, oh, well, we got to go to the hotel. So this all hinges on that the, the fanboys had to go to this gas station and yes. had to be able to... Put together that it's the well, presidential suite, but also that Melissa had to convince the kidnappers to, to take them back to the hotel. Yes. Like, this is a treated as some happen. master plan on the, the caliber of Trip Zoom, a lot but it easily could have gone wrong. No, but I, I'm assuming they're all in the middle of nowhere. There's just the one road they got to follow, so inevitably they made it to this, this, this gas station. And now this is when they start to uh, hitchhike. Yes, but it's a, it's a wide... They're very far away from the kidnappers, I guess. Like, they're like they're like 10 hours. They're like 10 hours behind. Because we see them get back, uh, the kidnappers and Melissa and Dad, they get back to the hotel. And who walks out? It's Merv. Well, of course, he's the hotel manager. But actually, he's the real villain of the movie. Yes, this is the big plot twist. <laughs> that wasn't really needed. But for whatever reason, Merv is like the boss of Maurice and Skunk. Yeah. But it's still Skunk who wrote the book. 
I was like, wait, yes. is, it, is it Merv? Who now he's like, yes, I'm a great writer and you got to help me. But we'll eventually Skunk learn. Skunk wants to be a good writer. So he's doing that for whatever. But Merv wants to have this big grand hotel. So he's going to yeah, use the they go money into Merv's from publishing this book. Apartment of connected to the hotel, which yes. is all like kind of fluffy and girly furniture, Weirdy, yeah. which I don't even know if they really call attention to it. So it's just a weird like location weird gag. Before. But there's a painting, a design document or something of the Merv well, it, Hotel. She opens up a window, but that's what's like there. It's, well, like, it's like behind actual, like, some curtains or yes, something. Yes, it's behind curtains. So it's not actually outside. It's just this weird Because the hotel they're at is called the Merc Hotel. So he wants his own hotel. Again, this no. is maybe spelled out a little more clearly, but we weren't paying the closest attention. <laughs> so our understanding is that Merv will publish or he's putting up money or something for Skunk's book. And then we'll use the money that he makes from the book being so good to buy his own hotel. Well, they're going to they're having the father write the book in his handwriting so that they can sell it to the publisher as like a last book. Like they're killing. I, they're, I think. Yeah. Like that was the thing. They're oh, I the really father, missed a lot. Then. They're making the father write in his, his handwriting so they can convince the publisher that this is. As so many authors do, him. is they write their books by hand, yeah, and that, editors yeah, definitely accept that because they love probably writing handwritten text. That was that's what he said. All right, well, I guess Merv is a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then they're in that apartment that nobody seems to know exists, and he's writing the book. Meanwhile, the Zoom Con is still going on. Yeah, it's a, are... it's an all weekend rager, just like anime D. Do they even know he's gone? I don't even know if they realize that the guy's gone. Well, I mean, he's the guest of honor. He probably doesn't need to be out there that the entire true. time. That is true. Uh, so then the fanboys, they arrive back because they've hitchhiked with the pizza guy who he also drives, gives them free pizza. He drives on the wrong side of the car. And somehow has a, a vehicle that has the steering wheel on the right side of the car. And there's like a massive pizza on the top. Like, it's, I mean, it's big. It's, it's a big It's for like Earl's thing. Pizza Shack or something. Yeah, pretty big. It's just a weird thing that he had a, a car from another country for whatever reason. As in another pizza country. car. Now nah, they probably filmed in Utah. <laughs> they always film in Utah. But then he drops them off and he's like, hey, get this book signed for me. Uh, tell him I'm a pizza artist or whatever. And they're like, all right, thanks. Uh, so then they're at the convention. But it's like daytime now. So it's like an extended period of time. This pizza guy picked them up at night and then drove them overnight <laughs> to get them to this hotel. I don't even know if he paid them, but I guess he it's so he can get that autograph. But then he also gave him free pizza or something. I don't know. It seems like a great deal for those three guys, but they know something's amiss. They go to the presidential suite. They're not there. And then again, I didn't fully understand this leap in logic of they're like, oh, well, that page was from the book Zoom Time Boom Time or something like that. What happened in that? Oh, uh, we gather up a bunch of people. I don't know. They for whatever reason, they go tell all of the fan, other fanboys at the convention. Well, well, Merv is also still up. They're kind of like, and nobody knows Merv is bad. No, but, but they the still two. throw slime and stuff at him for some reason. Yes. Which, like, if that was his floss, origin floss, story, floss. that would have been enough. Just he's uh, pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps getting shit thrown at him all the time. <laughs> but Wheeze tells all of the attendants, "Hey, I don't even remember his fucking name, but Dad has been kidnapped. <laughs> Writer Dad's been kidnapped. Probably. We have to save him." So then they basically take over the entire town outside of the hotel. They're marching around. They got like goofy costumes and stuff on. And they're just compiling all of this slime. There's people on like the rooftops. They're making water balloons. They got slime guns. 
it's all like what the fuck is going on and it's extra what the fuck is going on because they're chanting floss the entire time they're doing this which again you know zoomers they love the flossing so this movie is predictive yes and I guess this was Melissa's intention because she's able to... Well, first she has a scene, I think, where her dad says, you want to know who was my inspiration for Trip Zoom? You. It was you. you. When you were born, Trip Zoom was born. All I'm these, like, fuck yeah, off, man. All, all these quotes you're saying, I took them from you. You said that when you were eight. So it's all good now because even though he definitely has been a arguably a reticent father, at least I was the, the inspiration for the character that he spends all his time on. Whatever. Uh, but I guess this was all according to her plan because she hangs yes. on like bubble wrap for like some reason. It's like the letter Z. She, she holds out the paints window. paints the Z on it. And yeah. then it's a signal to be like, fucking shoot shit in this window. <laughs> and they do like they get launchers. They yeah, get squirters. It's like balloons, squirters, all this slime and shit's a going lot. in there. And Merv looks out the window and gets hit. And it's like he filmed, stands there. It's filmed fairly cinematically as if this was, you know, like a hail of bullets coming out. Yeah. He's like, get the fuck down. But like, he takes it fuck. for like, like a minute. He stands there and he gets hit by balloons by all the toothpaste and whatever you want I mean, to call it that's like what, a minute, that's what like, i watch this movie for right and, and you see like balloons coming through the windows the whole apartment thing's getting trashed his painting of like the hotel's getting ruined everything's just ruined yeah pretty wild scene so then he gets and i think there was a scene where he's like yelling at the goons ahead of time so i thought that was supposed to be like the turn where we're supposed to feel bad for the goons and only hate merv but then they're Taking the mom and the mom, the mom and dad, uh, dad and, and Melissa dad. out. Mommy. Melissa. Melissa. That's, that's a bit of an inside show. Uh, they're taking them out and Melissa somehow gets away. <laughs> and I'm just going to laugh at that. No, no. Uh, Melissa gets away and then she is getting chased by Maurice and skunk and puts like some home alone. You know, she's greasing up the with slime, of course, the steps behind her and then Merv and merv that's that's home that's homo <laughs> well no that's marv but merv is marv. the other guy maurice and skunk then slip and then i think they come up and like floss them and tie them up or whatever so they're still bad at this point then yes. merv is somehow with the dad and they're trying to get into the convertible so that he can ride off and then the mob finds them and slimes him some more <laughs> it's just so much slime a lot of i think slime. there was actually a, a different scene where they're running away and they're like in a underwell or they're like in some steps going down to like a basement and then they get like launched down and i think a kid says eat grape juice yeah and we're like nothing you're putting out looks like grape juice it's all slime <laughs> it, and nasty like yeah it's referred to as different stuff i i would be interested to see what the actual substance they like i'd be curious like there's an actual book like this book came out in it was going to come out september 30th of 2008, which is before this movie was released, but it got pushed back till February of 2009. So that would have been is, when this movie came out. Yeah, so the movie came out February 16, 2009, so it came out a week before the so movie. So it was a Trip Zoom book, or was what? it called Dad Nap? It, it's called um, Dad Nap Junior Novel. Oh, well, that's that's nothing. It's based on the movie. That's fucked up. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. You should yeah. be ashamed of yourself, Disney Channel. Uh, my notes say, oh, more chaos, and is it done yet? <laughs> nope, it's not done yet. <laughs> not, we don't know. Because Maurice I, and yeah. Skunk, they're a kind of ahead of the crowd that's chasing Merv. They see him coming. They have their face turn where they're all covered in floss, but they untwist themselves from the floss to create a trip wire. See, and I was curious if they just were like, oh, we can't keep being stuck like this, you know, and if they're just trying to just untie it and just get free, or if they actually... I, I, can't remember I think if they it was purposeful. I don't think they're... 
accidentally in love or accidental heroes or whatever. So then they trip Merv and he lands in this gigantic, nasty, slimy pile of garbage. So this is a callback to the very beginning of the movie where Trip Zoom uses like a trip wire to trip the bad guy. In that kid's book report. Not not the slimy garbage stuff, just the trip. Wire. To trip him with a trip <laughs> Just wire. the trip wire, not the, the most disgusting part of this yeah, movie. Pretty, and, and, yeah, he lands like, face like said, first in it. Like, it's like awful. There's garbage bags, but then, yeah, there's like a pile of just like nasty Split vegetables. Piece, congealed pea soup. Yeah, it's a bunch of like carrots and shit. It was very it's strange. It's awful. <laughs> it was very strange. And then finally the cops show up and they arrest. The real cops. Not the real cops. Not the. Not the two other people impersonating no, cops. No. So they arrest Merv and then we get the. Kind of final wrap-up of the movie. Back at the convention, all the con-goers are... Floss, floss, floss. Apparently, they're getting signed copies of the book, so yeah, that's for free. cool. Yes, yes. His next book. Not even out yet. A dad shouts out, Wheeze, Sheldon, and Andre. They get to come up to the stage, and Wheeze gives some weird speech where he says, Hey, my parents were always like, why are you reading that garbage? And now I just want to say reading rocks. And I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, Shut the rocks. fuck up. Uh, we cut back to Melissa in the audience. She has one more final hallucination where she's talking to Trip Zoom, and he's like, "Hey, I'm within you. I was always you, or whatever." And then she gets called up on stage by her dad to be like, "She's the real Zoomer. She's the biggest Zoomer of them all." Yes. And it's really nice that in the audience, Maurice and Skunk are there. The cops allowed them to come in to see this final scene for a yeah. bit. And yeah, they are big fanboys. Skunk is them. still committed trying to write his book, and Maurice is a very supportive brother, even though they, I assume they're like brothers from like an orphanage or something. Yeah. Some kind of origin story like that. And then finally, I think they're going to leave the convention a day early so that the dad and Melissa can get their, their delayed camping trip. And before they go, though, Weeze comes up and gives Melissa his phone number. And asks her out on a date awkwardly. And I'm like, uh, doesn't he live in this town? Because we see his like bedroom at times. And it seems like he lives in wherever this convention town is. So I don't really know how that's going to work out. He does have a van. The van Down is like by in the, the river. It's in like the middle of the desert though right now. Yeah. So eh, you know what? Uh, don't worry. We'll never get a dad napped too. Hallelujah. And then we just cut to, I, I said, I almost said, cut to commercials. No, we cut to the end of the movie where we don't get bloopers, but we get the, the collection of the money shots. And in some ways, they're money shots in more way than one uh-huh. uh, of just people getting slimed on the face all the time. Basically, every single Merv scene, except the one where he lands face down in the garbage, yeah. probably because they're like, that's too gross. We don't want to. There was one. We can't scene make people see it twice. Down by a bird. I don't remember that in the movie. Yeah, we don't remember that in the movie. Uh, maybe it was just real, and that's why they decided to slime him the rest yeah. of the time. But that was Dad Naps, a movie that you definitely have never heard of. <laughs> You're probably fine to have not heard of it. it. It's a fun movie, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. You know, like it's not a, it's not a good movie. Like it, it was, it, it had 4.6 million people that watched it, so it had a, you know, a pretty good success. That's, that's, that's nothing. I, I, I think that's, that's solid, and it's, it's like got good fan responses, but it got a 39% critic rating. I don't know who's critically That's rating. probably tied to Rotten Tomatoes, which is probably interesting that they were able to pull up that many reviews for it. But and, and I don't know. David Dusser, who also called Hatching Pete, you know, they tied these two together. He said they were typically underwhelming Disney Channel fare. Well, look forward to Hatching Pete <laughs> on the next episode next. of A Whole New Pod. So. 
Well, the real question is, Jacob, is it better or worse than The Color of Friendship? Ooh. There's a lot of extras in this one. I mean, I can't make the decision for you. I, I have to do a full full rewrite. This one's fresh. I, I, I'm, I'm talking this one up. I, I thought it was a fun movie. It's not a good movie. Like I'm just saying Color of Friendship is one of your worst decoms of all time, yeah. apparently, because Jacob... Uh, is uh, very fragile. It's not magic. It's not magical. Whiteness. It's not a magical. <laughs> he doesn't like racism being talked about. Like I, I would say, as a whole, that's a better movie. But this one, I had more fun with. Okay, uh, I did. <laughs> this movie sucks. Why? Uh, probably. It's just too hectic. I, it's just a mess. Is yeah. the, the premise is floss, floss, floss. There's not enough plot <laughs> in this movie for like even 85 minutes. It's yeah. they go to the convention. Oh, he gets kidnapped, and then he but gets... it's he doesn't really get kidnapped, yes. but then he actually gets kidnapped, but then they kind of just drive around for a while, and then we throw in a twist with Merv that doesn't even really feel like it's paid off well. I think uh, the concept of the movie is, a, I think it's a fun concept, the double kidnapping kind of thing. Yeah, no, it, there it are maybe... bits here that could be used in a more fun and better movie, yes. but... We watched Dadnapped, and we didn't watch the the movie that I could write maybe a little bit better in my head. Because like, I it, definitely am a, if, a writer, too. If like, you were scum. a big decommer, like around 2009. Uh, you know me. That's what they call me, big decommer. <laughs> I'm always decommer one, on these decommers. Decommer 11255. Here's my, here's my money <laughs> shot for the bloops reel. I'm the decommer. <laughs> but I, I would say if you were a fan of decoms around when this came out, like, like, so this is kind of catching it at the end of like where I'm, like where I stopped watching him. But I, I as like a sophomore in high school. Yeah. Well, I, I don't not know. to date, not to date us too much. Hater. I mean, um, you can you can date us all you want, though, right? Ooh. Us, we're the decomers. Yes. But like, if you were watching decoms around this time as a kid, I think you would have enjoyed seeing all these different faces that you recognize from other. Decom movies and that's and what Disney went on to do best is I know what that is. This I is clapped because sign. I know this is, is just a sign of things to come and all. It's all Star about Wars the stuff. fan service. That's oh. all it's about. Yeah, it's, I'd say this is probably one of the worst movies we've watched uh, recently. Not as bad as Twitches Two. I think that's definitely at the the forefront of my mind as yeah. the worst movie we've watched recently. No, and I never said this was a good movie. I said it was like a it was a fun movie. You know, it's antics. like it's like Bad Grandpa. It's like I I, I love I, to I, hate it. Yeah, I haven't watched Bad Grandpa. No, like like this is I don't know. It was an enjoyable watch just for the goopy stuff that happened. You know what? I, I would fun. watch this movie while mostly trying to figure out today's extremely hard wordle again, you know? <laughs> it's perfect for trying to solve a wordle with something in the background. Oh. Uh, and I guess we can get into, if we have new listeners, this is our only recurring segment called Never Remember, yes. which is where we discuss whether main characters or certain characters from this movie could have stopped 9-11. Before we do this really quick, I want to tell you, so you were really looking forward to the movie Zombies and Zombies 2. But not anymore. The director who did this movie <laughs> did those two. <laughs> but he, he also did the Cheetah Girls One World and Camp okay. Rock 2. All right, well, we haven't got Camp Rock 2 yet, but Cheetah, so. Girls, one, or Cheetah Girls One World... Paul uh, Hohen was my favorite Cheetah Girls movie, and I thought as a musical it was pretty oh, he, well put together. He, so. he did a bunch, actually. He did Jump In, Read It and Weep, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, You Wish, True mm. Confessions, Those are the some, Irish. Those are some banger decoms. Oh, wow. So he's yeah. he's the new Dwayne Dunham, even though actually I think a lot of Dwayne Dunham movies were kind of crap. But So maybe is, is this his worst of the bunch, maybe? 
probably out of all the ones... Eh, mm, this actually has some aspects similar to Read and Weep, but yeah. both being questionable that, like, the main character is possibly just the same. yeah. Uh, I, I think Read and Weep is better, though. Yeah. All right, uh, but yes, could... I think we will say, could Weeze, Sheldon, and Andre have stopped 9-11? Oh, or could have trip could have trip could have hoof could trip zoom have stopped nine eleven. I think you would have lost him. He... And then they would have been like, "Hey, we snuck box cutters onto this plane. What the fuck are you doing, you chump ass bitch?" That's true. That is true. And so then... he would have tried, but he would have failed. Yeah, I the disconnect of what we see at that beginning recreation of trip zoom with what actually seems to be a lot of his books. He yeah he'd fuck up man. Would would you have enjoyed if the movie like for like certain scenes would have gone into like a cinematic aspect like that more like you know with with Emily Osmond's character and like the say like the the goofy people like Mr. Mosby's character like turned into like a a visual like kind of villain like a cinematic villain does that make sense? <sighs> no. What I'm trying to say. No, I, I definitely get what you're going for of just the it, the imagination or yeah, like they, whatever they enter into the world magical the realism. Yeah. Uh, but no, I I just liked being shown what a trip zoom novel was like. But if it was the characters that exist in this movie most of whom I don't like at all, <laughs> if they were, like, supplanted onto yeah. some of these characters. Yeah. Uh, no. If you want that, watch a, a better movie called The Jet Jackson. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically, yeah. Kind of the same. They're all the same. All these movies suck. And if you're a new Scott listener... Scott versus like, the world? <laughs> definitely look... Why, why are you bringing Scott Pilgrim <laughs> versus the world? Like, I mean, that's kind of the same thing I was describing, right? No, not really. Like the the because that all axes. happens, but it like enters into like a a comic, you know, like a. Oh well, I didn't think that's what you were describing. Yeah, I thought it was that kind of aspect of it. Well, no, if that was also in this movie, I definitely would have hated it because it would have looked like trash because it's a Disney <laughs> Channel original movie. That was Paul Hohen's uh, dad now. That was yes, <laughs> as it's referred to in the the great pantheon of Paul Hohen's yeah. uh, filmography. And if you're a new listener or just a returning listener and want us to give us some feedback on whatever, you can write us at a whole new pod at gmail.com. Find us on Apple Podcasts, rate us, review us on there, follow us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google, whatever, yes. youtube.com slash a whole new pod, where you can like, comment, and subscribe to our videos on there. And actually, I think I came across. Of course, we haven't talked about it for a while, but our long-running, most-viewed video has been the 13th year yes. for whatever reason. Mostly probably because people think we uploaded the full movie, which we did not. But I think we've actually turned the corner where that one has... Well, you can't see dislikes and likes anymore, and people can't dislike stuff. So maybe that's related to it. I can see what the ratio is, oh, and we're our, above 50%. Our, our likes have We're above 50% on above. 13th year now, which wow. is interesting. It used to always be, like, really bad. Well, it, not our worst. Our worst still be, is uh, up, up, and away. For whatever reason, people either don't like our episode about that or are very mad, particularly about that movie not being uploaded in full When did YouTube get rid of the YouTube. dislikes? In the last year? Yeah, maybe, like, six months ago or something at this point. Uh I'm not a big fan of that decision. We always had the option of hiding our likes and dislikes or turning them off or whatever, but I'm, hey, I want to let the people speak. Yes. For reference, um, the 13th year has 87 likes and it has 40,000 views. Yeah. So definitely uh, like it some more.
Yes, like, like, like. Yeah, you can hear my brief bit of audio. <laughs> I was watching the video to give it one more view. With that, I think we'll pause out here. Floss, 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 floss. Your dentist wants you to do it, and mm-hmm. I agree. Floss, 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 floss. floss. Kids, it can't be that bad. There must be something you want to do. I want to play Number Wang. Me too. But kids, you know we can't do that. Number Wang is for the television only. Playing Number Wang at home would infringe copyright law, thus depriving people of legitimate royalties and jeopardising future game show production, and could result in a prison sentence of up to 20 years under the Game Show Criminality Act of 1998. How about playing Cucumber Wang? No, Timmy, because that would be shit. Kids and mum and dad, I'm the actual real host of Number Wang, and I've got a question for you. Do you sometimes wish you could play Number Wang at home but without the risk of going to jail? Well, now, with the release of the official Number Wang Play Number Wang at Home Number Wang board game, you can play Number Wang at home on a board. Look! Our days of misery and boredom are over. It's Number Wang in a box. Hooray, Wang! I might even stop my affair. <laughs> It's got everything you'll find in the program you love. It's got a board. It's got numbers. It's got two 400-sided dice. It's got special hosting accessories so you can be just like the real thing. And there are all 37 volumes of the rules. So you can say, that's number wang, with confidence. Free, is that number wang? Well, let's see. with a real rotating board. Let's rotate the board. What's on the other side, kids? It's, it's an, an apple! apple. <laughs> the actual official number one board game for everyone from ages 8 to 88. Sorry, Nan. And at a price of just £238.91, now every day can be a number one day. That's number one!